0: Welcome to the Um Umbia Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It's the October 26th episode of the Um Umbia Sports Podcast. It's your hump day episode of the show as we get to the end of October and head to November. I'm Chris and with me as always is John. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. We also have a website where we aggregate, curate all the best sports headlines from across the web and socials and bring it all to you. Free from ads, free of cost, www.umyahsports.com. Go check that out. Also, we are over on Twitter at Um Yeah Sports. John, how are you, man?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I am doing well. So the Buccaneers are traveling up to Baltimore. Is that right? They're going to Baltimore?
1: I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. To take on the Ravens and they are looking to turn around their season. Um, and that, uh, hopefully starts, unless you're a Baltimore fan, that hopefully starts tomorrow. Uh, it tomorrow like night. At
1: Tampa. I'm sorry. It looks like it's at Tampa. Is it at Tampa?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well that, I like that. I like that better than at Baltimore. I'll tell you what. So hopefully they can get things back on track and, and get rolling. Cause, uh, they still have a chance in the old AFC NFC South. It's quite uh, quite a terrible conference right now. <laughs> so the Packers, though, uh, you you made a statement. You don't think the Packers uh, have a chance of making the playoffs, and I, it looks like they're out there trying to go pick up a wide receiver to give uh, to give uh, Mr. Rogers somebody to throw to. But you what, like you ask why? Because wh- why do you think they're out of it?
1: Well, first of all. You know, we talked about this, I think, on Monday, where we're looking at the yeah. different records and yeah. stuff. They have a terrible record at this yeah. point. Yeah, uh, but it's,
0: it's a long football season, my friend. They've
1: got a, terrible foo- they got a terrible record, just three and four. They can't seem to win any games. Uh, they're about to play Buffalo. But then at the same time... Buffalo's tough. Aaron Rodgers refuses to take any of the accountability for how bad his team's playing. He basically said, if you can't handle catching the football I throw to you, you shouldn't be playing the game at all with me. Uh, so I think that's kind of a situation where you, you can't just... I mean, he said there's too many mental mistakes, but I think a lot of those mistakes are not just on the other players but also on you. And then if you are gonna go out and collect a wide receiver, why go with AJ Green at this point in his career? AJ Green hasn't really done anything in, in, in um in Arizona at all. I don't know how you think he's gonna help turn on this franchise because he already they've already brought in Sammy Watkins, he've already brought back in Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is out obviously injured. For a little while um i think i'll be back in a few weeks and then saint watkins hasn't really produced anything it's mostly lazar and it's mostly romeo Dobbs are the two guys that are really getting you anything going so why not just keep going with those guys and just wait uh for the rebuild to to finish because at this point that's where you're at you can delay the inevitable of a rebuild and you can try to uh patch it up with veteran help at wide receiver but Hey, you shouldn't be going with AJ Green. There's three wide that are going to be coming on the market shortly. You got Brandon Cooks from the Texans, you got Chase Claypool from the Steelers, and then you also got Well, they think Jerry that they're going to do something this year. I don't think so. Well, they do. They think so. How can you think that? Well, I don't. You got first year. are ha- trying
0: to keep Aaron happy. You don't want you Aaron don't Rogers want
1: leaving after this season. There's that's no fine,
0: way. but they don't want a cranky Aaron Rodgers all season long. Well, they got to at least be like, "Hey, we tried." Yeah, but we went out. We tried to get somebody for a- you.
1: A.J. Green's not the guy you want to try and go get. You want to try to get a guy like Chase Claypool or or, or the uh, Jerry Judy. They a, can't get those guys a, this, this year. They're sitting out there. They're about to be traded. This it's, year? Yeah, they're they're the, they're the people that are being targeted as possible wide receiver okay. pickups. So I just don't understand why you wouldn't go over one of them because yeah, maybe they will. I mean, the, the buzz right now is obviously the A.J. Green situation. But A.J. Green, I mean, he hasn't been that <laughs> hasn't been that uh, doing much, but. You lost Devonte, or um, what am I saying there? Um, gosh, why uh, Devonte Adams? Sorry, uh, and now you're trying to patch up the hole that he left. But like I mentioned, quite a few times, you can't expect to patch something up in a season that has been an issue for years. The, the issue has always been there that they don't have good wide receivers other than Devonte Adams. Now Devonte Adams has gone for the picture. You did not brace for that loss, and now you're kind of in the situation that you're in. I would just play with the rookie guys, and eventually they'll. They'll break through. Adding more into a struggling situation usually isn't better unless you can guarantee that extra is going to put you over the edge. And AJ Green will definitely not put you over any sort of edge.
0: Okay. Well,
1: got to keep the old man happy. I think he's gone over this season. I, don't I know. know. He's I definitely I don't see him. I think. You think, think he's going to
0: retire? You think he's going to go oh, yeah. somewhere else? No, no. Just I be think done? He's done. Okay. All right. So the uh, the Jets have made a trade mm-hmm. with the. Who? Jaguars. The Jaguars. And they what have they done?
1: They traded uh James Robinson to the Jets for I think a 4th round pick something like okay. that. Okay. What do you think much. about this trade? What's I, the deal? I think it's important for the Jets to make this trade because obviously against the Broncos, so last Sunday, um the uh the Jets lost their star running back in Brees Hall to an ACL injury, so he's out for the rest of the season, and he was on track to have a huge monster season for this team and was really, you know, probably one of the strong points on that team. Now there's a lot of strong points on the team because they're getting better, but he was really, really playing well. And then all of a sudden one play twisted wrong and, and your, uh, your season's done, but bringing in a guy like James Robinson is smart by both the Jaguars and by the jets to get for the jets. Uh, it's smart to bring a guy like James Robinson in who over the last few seasons has played extremely well and has dominated any, uh, or posing defenses and run for a lot of yards and had that smash mouth football that you want uh, and has played really well for the Jaguars and probably would still be in a Jaguars uniform if it wasn't for Travis Etienne coming back and proving that he can play really well and, and being the guy you saw at Clemson so then James Robinson's trying to figure out where he belongs touches dwindled now he's going to a team where he'll get a lot of touches and should be able to dominate and I think with the fact that they are kind of uh, bring him in when they did, you know, I think it's smart that they brought in James Robinson. They didn't give up much for him, but I think he'll find a nice uh, home in, in, in New Jersey uh, down there. And I think also with that type of running back uh, pickup, it's not going to be like Brees Hall where he'll run by you all the time, but he'll get into the, to get into the lanes and, and plow through guys lower the shoulder and all of that. That's something that you really want from a running back. So I think it's going to be helpful, but then also getting a draft choice for James Robinson, who, you could have uh, as a backup and and definitely a very good backup but having him you know traded because you're not going to be using him and he's not it's just kind of dead weight at that point being able to trade him get, some, uh, get a draft choice from him and be able to use that is also going to be really helpful for him uh in the near future so both sides win but i think the jets probably win that trade more just because they definitely needed another running back to patch up that hole that Brees Hall left. Now we'll see what happens with him after Brees Hall comes back. Do they keep him? That really depends on how he plays. But if if hit, if history's any guide, he definitely has a ton of upside and knows how to play the game of football at a very high level. And I think even he can even make this team even better than they have been in the running game because Brees Hall obviously was a rookie. Uh, now you're bringing in a veteran guy that's you know been around the block a few times and and, and knows how to play in NFL system. Obviously, it's do a little bit of a learning curve, but I think he's going to be able to play at a really high level to begin so fantasy owners if you have him, i'd recommend keeping him and if someone else dropped him because he was scared that they went to the jets i would definitely recommend ki- picking him up because i think he's gonna have a lot of upside uh for this team and i'm excited to see what he looks like when he plays uh on, I think, yeah, on Sunday because he's already got the uniform and everything like that so he should be able to come in and, all it
0: takes you have to have the uniform as long as the uniform's ready to go then, then you're already getting. he's ready to take the field no and question about it he should be able
1: to do it. a good job at, with the Jets and the Jets have actually been the all, all of New York has been a really surprising team I know that the Giants the Giants and the Jets aren't technically New York teams but you know yeah. New York
0: okay guys. so but Philly but Philly Philly's really lighting it up <laughs> pretty fun team and now they've got more help on defense is that right yep another trade yeah this one with the bears is that right yeah all right what's going on with that one
1: so the bears just traded um robert quinn uh one of the best pass rushers who is the only other so there's only two active players to have multiple 18 plus sacks seasons did he play for the seahawks robert quinn no i don't think No. So. Well, who do he play for uh he played for the rape right, i think it's just the bears at this point But it was J.J. Watt that had one of the 18-plus sack seasons, and then Robert Quinn's the only other one. And now the Eagles have him, and this pass rush for the Eagles is already uh, very good, and they've already been wrecking (laughs) all the other opposing offensive lines and getting after the quarterback and just absolutely dominating whoever they play. He's played a lot of
0: places. He's played a lot of places. So he played for St. Louis and Los Angeles, the Rams. He played in Miami. He played in Dallas. He played in Chicago. Okay, and now, now he's playing in, the, in, Philly. in Philly. There you go.
1: And Philly doesn't need more pass rushing help because, like I mentioned, they've been playing really well in that and that on that front. But when you're when you're uh, when you're the only undefeated team in the National Football League, and it got and one of the best pass rushers out there that you can probably pick up because not not many teams are willing to trade their good pass rushers is out there, and you don't have to trade much to get him. You know, jumping at that opportunity is always wise. So the fact that they're adding another pass rusher to p- play along Fletcher C- Fletcher Cox and the other guys that they have just kind of sitting there. Plus, they uh, the in offseason, they added multiple other pass rushers. So now you're in a situation where you might have the best defensive line in all of football when you have when you add up all the the guys they've had, all the success that they've had, and you play them all together. Then that's kind of a scary thought for opposing quarterbacks and the ability to actually you know get something going. Uh, and for the running game or for through the pa- through the air, but I mean, it's kind of like one of those situations where you know it's like fantasy where there's that one really good team and then the other teams are just trying to they don't really want to play anymore so they're just kind of giving up. Yep. So they they're giving really good pass rushers to the the best team in the National Football League and they're not going to just kind of take him and then let him go unless he's not playing well, which doesn't seem like a situation for him. And so now you add him to that stacked defense line, that stacked defense and that stacked team, you kind of wonder, you know, when will the Eagles officially lose their first game? Uh, and right now it doesn't seem like a loss will be anywhere close to insight sight because this team has, you know, Jalen Hurts is one of the guys that I thought was going to be good eventually. Took a little bit of an off season last year and now has really come on strong this year. And now they get to play this two and five Steelers at six and zero, probably go to seven and no at that point. And then, you go, you keep going and see when they'll start to lose. And at this point, you know, I think they should be able to blow through any competition that they have because, you know, defense wins championships. So if, yeah. they, if that's the case, then they have one of the best defenses. So they should win a championship.
0: All right. So um, apparently, at this game the other night, Mac Jones was throwing the football. The ball <laughs> looks like. Well, we know the ball was intercepted. Yeah. Looks like the ball might have hit like the, you know, they got that camera that's yeah, on sky those, cam. those sky cams yeah, on the line there, cams. and it so there's these lines that keep that camera in the air. It's not like it's a drone or something. So, uh, so the ball looks like it might have hit the cable. On its way, Mac Jones uh, was eventually pulled from that game, and uh, and who's the guy behind him?
1: uh Bailey Zappi
0: Zappi Zappi came in and uh he did not have a great game either though did he
1: he had a better game okay Uh, so now we have a quarterback controversy right yeah well it's been going on but that kind of strengthened it yeah now we know Matt Jones will be playing because he took 90 percent of the reps he
0: did okay so Bilichek is uh it looks like that's how you can tell he's not saying it but you can he's saying it by not saying
1: yeah exactly i don't know what he's trying to do uh with this whole thing of you know basically being cryptic every single week apparently the fact that Mac jones went out with a two interceptions uh multiple punts uh stacked stat sheet that was apparently tort for the script he was supposedly gonna go out at that time regardless how he's playing that's a, that's what belichick is saying which doesn't make a whole lot of sense i i don't I don't think there's a script here. I think Belichick's trying to just, you know, not let anyone know what's happening. But obviously, Brian's uh, or Bailey Zappi's doing way better than Matt Jones is, and he's leading his team to wins. Whenever he's starting and finishing a football game, he's undefeated. But the games he comes in and helps to try to turn things around, he is zero and two. So he's better when he starts and finishes games. But the problem is, I don't know exactly what when the competition will lean to one quarterback or the other? When will, What will Mac Jones have to do to get it and keep it? And what will uh, Bailey Zappi have to do to, you know, take it from Mac Jones and keep it and run with it? Because Zappi, I don't know if he can do much more. I mean, he's been playing really well. At, he's gotten this team to multiple wins. Uh, before he came in, the Patriots were like, one in three, I want to say. And then Matt Jones went down and then they went on two game winning streak. And then Matt Jones comes back and they struggle against the the bears. So, I, I mean, it just kind of is an interesting situation where, where they're at right now. But I think Belichick is just, he needs to give some type of direction to what's happening with this team because I mean, the whole thing has been kind of weird since, since draft night, because they started out with you know, with uh, with drafting Zappy as a quarterback when they just drafted Mac Jones the yeah. year prior, I was really confused about that because I'm like, why are we going to do that? And then all of a sudden, now there now there's some controversy concept or um, some competition. Sorry, going on between these two guys. And, and I would say controversy is brewing. Yeah, and I who's going to win that? I think it's probably going to be Zappy, uh, just because this really? is really. Wow, yeah. Matt Katt had such a great year last year. I did, I think Belichick is way more about what's happening right in front of him. Sure, what's is. happening right yeah. now. Yeah, and right now, Matt Jones is struggling, and Zappy's not. Yeah. So I think they're gonna go with the hot try end. to yeah. keep going with Matt Jones, see what they can get out of him. But if he doesn't turn around the next couple of weeks, I have little to no reason to believe that he'll keep the starting spot. Um and many people are now on social media uh, talking about how he should be traded to the Colts because the Colts are now moving on from Matt Ryan and they're now moving to their rookie, Sam Ellinger, who I think is the Texans or the rookie from Texas. So now you kind of have a little bit of a situation going on down, down in Indianapolis. So ultimately I don't think you're ever going to hear Belichick say we're moving on from, Uh, one or the other or moving from one to the other. I think it's just going to be based off of things like we saw now where, uh, where um, Matt Jones got 90% of the reps and Zappi only got 10% of the starting reps. So in that case, it seems like Matt Jones is going to start and week over week, things are going to get more tense and more tense and more tense. And either the gameplay is going to show us or these little cryptic hints that Belichick has been laying out, such as we're sticking with the, with the, um, with the script. So either Belichick scripts out a ton of what he does or, he actually has a, you know, he has his game plan. He knows exactly what he's going to do, and he's just kind of not telling anyone else. So
0: yeah, well, I think that's what's going on. That's his, that's his thing.
1: It kind of screams a lot of what happened with Bloodso and Tom Brady, where yep. he got yep. injured. Yeah, Brady played You're well, right. and yep. it's over. You're right. You're right. It does.
0: All right. Cool. We got to get out of here. Uh, like I said, Wednesday night. Uh, we got. Uh, we got some. Some NBA going on tonight. Trailblazers taking on the Heat. Trailblazers four and zero. We got the Utah Jazz three and one against the one three Rockets. A uh, little little Im- imbalance, but interesting that the Utah Jazz, after clearing clearing the decks, are uh, are three and one. If uh, if that's real, uh, be interesting as they continue to make picks with all those amazing picks that they we'll get into the future Um, so anyway all right man well we'll talk on Friday Uh, that'll be post the Buccaneers game against the Baltimore Ravens I will be happy or sad we'll see all right thanks listeners we appreciate you please do subscribe if you haven't done so already otherwise we will catch you on Friday